Chapter 7. Notes. Thanks to that which yields, the scope of the story keeps growing. You are joy and an inspiration, my dear. Who knows how long this will be now? Tony was pretty sure that Fury chose the farthest conference room on purpose, though whether as an intimidation tactic, making them trail after him as long as possible, damn it, or to give Bruce time to calm down, sensibly enough, Tony wasn't sure. On arrival, Romanov and Fury sat on the far side of the conference table, facing the door with their backs to the window. Bruce hesitated before taking a seat opposite them. Tony hated sitting with his back to the door, but he also hated sitting any closer to manipulative dickbags than necessary. He just decided on the faux leather chair next to Bruce, the one angled slightly away from the door, when Roger stepped in and pulled the chair out for him. Seriously? Tony glared. I'll stand, thanks. Rogers just nodded, unrepentant, and remained standing beside him, slipping into parade rest. Clearly, Fury didn't care if Tony was standing over him, just a sub after all, and he saw Rogers as an ally, otherwise he'd stand for advantage too. Rogers' eyes flicked from one person to the next, he frowned at all the doms seated at the table. Does he really expect them to stand for me? Now then, gentlemen, Fury said, holding his hands on the table. It did nothing to make him seem less menacing. Dr. Banner and Mr. Stark would like to relocate to Stark Tower and take the spectrometer, correct? That's correct, Bruce answered. And none of your business, Tony said and threw his hands up. I think your plans to relocate S.H.I.E.L.D. spectrometer is plenty my business, Fury said. Oh, bullshit, this isn't about the spectrometer and you can't distract me, but hey, I'll run with it for a moment, Tony said. First, I bought all the materials. Second, Bruce and I designed it. It sure as shit isn't yours. Also... If you try to steal it, refuse to hand it over, or try to use it for something I disapprove of, I built a failsafe. I can make the whole thing implode in a controlled detonation. Any time, any place. Why am I not surprised, Fury said, one eyebrow raised, though he didn't sound terribly upset about it. Tony gave him a shrug and a grin. What can I say? Nobody gets my tech. Now, tell me why you're trying to hold Bruce hostage. In the chair below him, Bruce took a sharp breath and clenched his fist on the table. Tony laid a hand lightly on his shoulder. Captain America was watching them both intently, minute frown on his face. We're not trying to hold anyone hostage, Dr. Banner, Fury answered. We just want to make sure you've fully considered what could happen out there. Can happen here, too, Bruce said wryly. True, but here our agents have the training to help contain the Hulk. Stark Tower and its environs are vulnerable. So is Stark. Tony threw back his head and laughed. Are you fucking kidding me? I'm Iron Man! I can take care of myself and don't pretend for a minute, Nikki Poo, that this is about wanting to keep me safe. Believe what you like, Stark, Fury said sharply, then turned back to Bruce. Dr. Banner, I'm sorry to start this conversation under these circumstances. I trust by now you've read the briefing package I gave you on the Avengers. Oh hey, I wrote the Avengers Initiative, Tony cut in. I was shocked, shocked, to hear that the only sub under consideration didn't make the cut. He gave Romanov a deadly look and hissed. You know, after a totally unbiased and transparent revision process? Tony, please, Bruce said quietly. Let's just... He turned back to Fury. The Avengers Initiative? Fury nodded. Yes, after careful consideration, we'd like to offer you a place on the team, Dr. Banner. We think that we'll be able to help you find ways to control your impulses and eventually remain in full command during transformation. Is that of interest to you? You know that is, Bruce snapped then took a deep breath and relaxed his fist. I am interested, very interested. Good, Fury said. Working with the team, getting really comfortable with them, will be crucial to that endeavor. That means lots of training exercises as well as personal proximity. 
It will be hard to figure that kind of bond as a unit if you're commuting from another location. We'd like you all to live together on base. Fury paused and Bruce was silent. Tony could see him considering it, and that hurt. It really hurt. Fine, so Bruce wasn't going to be his dom, but they'd had plans for inventions, projects, experiments, and he'd been so happy to think of them sharing his beautiful, big, empty tower. It was almost better that Bruce wouldn't want to dominate him. He could live with Bruce as an equal at all times that any power exchange to negotiate, just the friendship of like minds. It was salt in the wound that Tony'd been considered and rejected for the Avengers. It's a good offer, really, Bruce said evenly. I am interested in joining the Avengers Initiative. I want more detail in writing first, but... Bruce's tone was hard to read. He glanced up at Tony and added, But I'm still going with Tony. Thanks. All right, Fury said, leaning back in his chair. Stark Tower will house the Avengers Initiative. Excuse me, what? Tony cried incredulously. You want me to turn Stark Tower into a barracks? Sir, Rogers piped up for the first time, his tone disproving. Forcing Mr. Stark to house military personnel would be a direct violation of the Third Amendment. Thanks for the help, Captain Constitution, Tony snapped. I've got this. I'm not forcing Stark to do anything, Captain, Fury said to Rogers. I'm about to make him a proposal, which he is then free to accept or reject. Talk, Fury, Tony growled. Get to the fucking point. If you pass six months probation with the Avengers in Stark Tower, you get a place on the team. Fuck. Tony'd known that Fury thought he had a good carrot in his back pocket, but this? Tony'd been certain his spot on the Avengers went out the door for good when he had palladium poisoning. Well, shit. He bit his lip. Publicly? Tony asked. He'd meant it to come out angry and challenging, but somehow it sounded a little breathy and hopeful instead. God damn it. Fury nodded. Full press conference. No behind-the-scenes consulting. You'd be on both the science division with Dr. Banner and a first responder, a combat position on the front lines. Oh, fuck. Tony's heart was pounding. That was big. Subs were allowed into the military now, sure, but they were still a minuscule percentage, rarely promoted, and seldom in combat. The military did their best to keep them out of the press, too, unless they were part of the medical corps, you know, something more befitting their gentle, pliant natures. If Fury was true to his word, and put Tony on the team, he wouldn't just be Tony Stark, the crazy untamed sub, playing hero in a tin can. Not anymore. Fox News would shit a brick. But Fury was probably just fucking with him. Tony shook his head. Probation? What's to stop you taking over my home and then stamping me not recommended again? It won't be my decision, Fury answered. As team leader, Captain Rogers would be making the final decision. Tony let out a loud bark of laughter. And that's supposed to reassure me? It's a decision he would make in consultation with the rest of the team. Dr. Banner, Agent Romanov, and Agent Barton. Yeah, no. Tony shook his head again. Put me on the team now, and Mikasa Sukasa. Otherwise, forget it. Not happening, Stark. Fury crossed his arms. Then go to hell! I'm not letting you yank my chain again. Sir, Mr. Stark raises a very reasonable objection, Rogers said, cutting off whatever Fury had been about to say. Tony turned to look at him in surprise. You don't say? Fury looked at Rogers impassively. Yes, sir, Rogers answered, all military. His tone was clipped, brisk. It's unreasonable to ask your officers to accept assessment without clearly delineated criteria for that assessment. There has to be a contract in place with clear expectations on both sides. Rogers lifted his chin a little and looked down at Fury across the table. I want Iron Man for my team, sir. I realize that S.H.I.E.L.D. has some concerns. If Mr. Stark agrees, I propose making Iron Man a member of the Avengers immediately, with clearly delineated expectations, the same contract you would give myself or Agent Romanov. 
In the event of performance issues or breach of contract, Shields can remove any member of the team as required. Rogers paused and added a belated, Sir. Tony's mind was racing. What was Rogers up to? Fury rose to his feet. Stark has a poor track record, Captain. This could be a PR disaster. Rogers tried to cut in, but Fury silenced him with a sharp hand gesture. But you make some good points. Here it is, Stark. Fury turned to look down at him. You're on the team as soon as you sign that contract and the Avengers move in. If you stick to the contract for six months, then we announce that you're an Avenger. Press conference, talk shows, the whole nine yards. Deal? Tony was swimming in adrenaline, excitement, hope, fear. What would they put in that contract? Oh shit, was that why Rogers was helping him? Put it in writing and we'll see, just don't expect me to be Team Whore or Captain's Bitch. Tony bit back the words, somehow unwilling to bring his orientation into the conversation any more than it was already. Just know I'll be having a dozen lawyers look at it before signing. Tony tried to give the room a dismissive look. Great chat, guys. He put his sunglasses back on. Bruce, shall we? He turned to look at Fury over the rims. Unless you object, of course. Have a good day, Dr. Banner, Mr. Stark. Tony turned and strode from the room without another glance. Well, that happened. Notes. Thank you so much for reading this. Hope you enjoyed it. And if anybody has a few extra dollars for charitable giving that haven't been allocated yet this holiday season, Sub Bang Tony would like to suggest an RL version of the Submissive Rights and Protection Organization, someplace that helps to stop gender discrimination and violence. V-Day, for example, does some really amazing work. HTTP colon forward slash forward slash www.vday.org forward slash home. He just, you know, wanted to bring it to your attention with his usual modesty and charm. Blushes. Again, thank you so much for reading the story and for all the kind support you've given me. Writing this and sharing it with you is such a treat. Happy holidays and a joyful new year to you all. Always the question, my friends. Always the question of how much is implicit bias and how much is explicit bias. Because almost all of us living in America anyways, have some pretty serious implicit bias. That's the way things go. It's really shitty. Next chapter soon! I'd also like to wish two of my favorite humans a happy anniversary. You go, ladies.